Hey guys, how you doing? This is JP Saricolia coming to you once again with another episode of Age of Heroes, my podcast. And if you're listening to this through iTunes, Teacher, Spreaker, CastBox, Spotify, uh, TuneIn, uh, any other service, I want to uh, thank you for listening, uh, for taking time to, you know, to go through the podcast and to listen to my episodes. And also, if you're watching this on YouTube, thank you very much for watching. Thank you for the support. So now, without further ado, let's get into it because I really want to uh, talk about this week about pretty much the events of this weekend, which are really, really exciting. Um, if you have you follow me on YouTube, uh, you notice, of course, I review Avengers Endgame. Of course, everyone is talking about Avengers Endgame. It's such a fantastic film. Uh, I'll have the link for you if you're watching on YouTube, so you can watch the video and you know hear my thoughts. If you are listening to the podcast, of course, you can go through the links to my YouTube channel. Uh, because definitely it was a fantastic movie. Definitely great. Uh, uh, my review, of course, is um, uh, spoiler-free. Uh, and I will try to maintain spoiler-free. This video, we're going to talk about the Avengers Endgame. And we're going to talk about the entirety of the MCU, all the movies. We're going to pretty much uh, find, uh, going through a list of, you know, from worst to best, uh, according to my estimations, according to, you know, my preference. Uh, what are the movies that I dislike? Uh, what are the movies I like the most? Of course, I like all. I, I'm gonna tell you straight up. I, I love the MCU, uh, pretty much all the movies. I like all of them for different reasons. I think each one has added uh, a different layer into this whole universe that has become the MCU. That they all phenomenal. They're all great. And what I like about the end games that it brings all those different layers and put them together and creates the whole package. Uh, is a lot of fan service in that film. And I mentioned all of that in my review, so you can watch it there. But definitely, each uh, movie uh, has added something different, special. But that doesn't mean that all the movies are at the same level or the same category of preference. For me or for any other fan, some are better than others. But one thing is true, regardless of it, it's, it's um, in this case, regardless of the qualification, re regardless of the preference, they all uh, have maintained a level of quality that has made, you know, pretty much made them uh, uh, phenomenal movies to watch, superhero stories to watch. They're all part of the same landscape, the same uh, universe, the same continuity that it makes them so special. And I want to explore that in this video and this podcast. I want to talk about it uh, from, you know, from the worst to the best. Now, uh, there are 22 movies, so definitely we, we have a long list to cover. So we're going to do it as fast as we can. Uh, number 22nd, my least favorite of all of them. It's, and actually, they are all in the range between 7 to 10. That's my qualification. To me, a 10 is a perfect film, and a 7 is a good film. Uh, so there's between good to perfect. I don't, I don't consider any of the MCU movies uh, average or above average or mediocre. I think they all have some great stories. But my least favorite of all is Avengers Age of Ultron, which was a qualification of 7. I, I do like Avengers Age of Ultron, but it's the, probably my least favorite because uh, it never felt, uh, if you watch my review, um, it never felt like a solo or a standalone film. It was more like an intermission between uh, the events of Avengers to whatever was next so it kind of brought uh, some type of division it was already creating some type of division among characters and of course it became the later on it was the pretty much the the, the path towards the division that will we will see that rip into that 
um, you know, friendship and relationships they have the Avengers together, you know, with all with each other that actually you see in Civil War. But uh, I never saw, a, uh, in this case, Ultron as a very um, believable villain. Um, I think over hype. Yeah, there were a lot of great things in that film, but even the uh, the colors were not as good, in my opinion, in comparison to other films. So it's my least favorite. It doesn't mean that it's bad because there was a lot of fan service there too. Uh, seeing the Hulk battling the Hulkbuster, and of course the introduction of the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Uh, although they got rid of Quicksilver, but you know if you saw these big battles, you know, uh, so that wasn't bad. So the movie has its moments, but also uh, the follow this is uh, Thor: The Dark World, which is also a seven in my book now thor the dark world has a lot of great things i love that film because it adds or introduce a lot of the mythological elements of the character of thor and that's something that i was kind of missing on the first film but uh, the problem with that film in my opinion is that it's a bit dry you know it's not as i would say as humorous as the first one which was very likable make it the movie very charming but this one was a bit drier and definitely the villain was a little of a letdown because it, it, it was not a relatable villain uh, malekith definitely i love the the character in the comics and the uh, simonson's run but definitely in this part it was not a, a I don't think it was well implemented, the whole storyline here. So the story uh, kind of suffers from it. It was not as engaging, in my opinion. Now, follow this, and another, it's another seven, as an Iron Man uh, 2, actually. Um, I was kind of debating uh, between Iron Man 3 and Iron Man 2, but Iron Man 2 has a lot of great moments. I do. I, there's a lot of funny moments in that film. Uh, definitely a lot of fan service with the battles of Iron Man and, of course, uh, battling, you know, all the all different uh, suits, but also the introduction of War Machine, which it was, I think, one of the biggest pluses of that film. But uh, definitely it's it's more like the, you know, the, the Tony Stark of that film was the, the party type. Uh, so it has some things that were not handled as well in the film. And there was a lot of things that were kind of left hanging in the air. Uh, I love the, you know, the some of the humor in that film and some of the scenes there. Uh, but I think uh, Iron Man 3 also is a 7. So they're, to me, tie uh, with points. Uh, but Iron Man 3, uh, although it's not the favorite for a lot of people, uh, I like it because it was a bit more personal. You see an Iron Man, this is Tony Stark, there's a bit more mature. And, of course, getting to see at the end of that battle uh, pretty much all those suits fighting um, definitely was it was a plus to me. Of course, it reminds me of the comics of the, you know, the, the, the in this case, the Armor Wars, which I grew up reading, you know, so definitely was a big a throwback to the comic era. Uh, definitely the Mandarin was let down. Um, but, you know, the, the movie makes some different turns and, and definitely was playing with that with you. It was playing with your mind in that sense. But there were some great scenes, like the destruction of Tony Stark's home. That was a great scene. Uh, just the CG alone was great in that film. But, you know, the introduction of different suits, I really like that part. Now, if I have to go, I'm going to the 7.5. Uh, I would say after Iron Man 3, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, which takes a place number 18 for me. Uh, I like Ant-Man and the Wasp. I love it because it was really in the introduction of the Wasp as a character, as a superhero character. Uh, you know, it was a more mature Hope Van Dyne. I like, I recently reviewed that film. I like the film. But I feel that the, the, the lack of a super villain in the film really hurts the experience. And at the end of the day, the stakes are not as high. It's more like a heist. You know, of course, it's 
something that they've been doing. It's more like a, a smaller type of version. Uh, there's a lot of good things, but I feel that the movie, as it went along by the end, it's like kind of loosens the story itself, lost uh, a lot of steam and interest. So I like it. I enjoy it. It's not my favorite. So definitely it's an 18, but I still consider it above Iron Man 3 and Iron Man 2 and Thor because it was more engaging, of course. Uh, there's a lot of humor in that film, and uh, it's a more seasoned movie. With more, you know, the, in this case, Marvel is more experienced in how to create the stories that are engaging for, uh, you know, for all the audiences. Now, after that, I was in number seven to me is Captain Marvel, another 7.5. Uh, I like Captain Marvel. I'm going to tell you this. I like the film, but I think the inexperience of the directors really defined the story. I think there were some areas where they could have just made the story more engaging. Also, it lacks a strong villain. Uh, so you never felt that she was on a real threat, you know, and uh, she's very overpowered, which a lot of people say. I don't have a problem with overpowered uh, female characters. Uh, she was defining herself. It was more like an in, she was looking inside her. But what I like about the film, of course, I like the pretty much the young Nick Fury. Uh, definitely that's a big plus of that film. Uh, it is an introduction uh, movie. It's like pretty much the origins of Captain Marvel. And for that alone, it makes it, you know, I think it's better than other in other movies. Now, I would say better than Captain Marvel. I like number 16. That will be the Incredible Hulk. Another 7.5. I love that film. I definitely, even though it's very underrated, I consider that film a great introduction, a great movie. Although it's not an origin story for uh, the Hulk, it's definitely a good uh, handling of the Hulk story. And uh, it was good. I love some of the battles. The Abomination battle was great. So that was a big part of that film, which I like. Uh, so definitely I like. And uh, Norton, is, it was not really a bad Br uh, Bruce Banner, uh, in my opinion. He really looked the part, you know. And uh, definitely it was not a bad thing. I'd really like I'd really enjoy it. It's like I would say a guilty pleasure. Uh, you know, I reviewed it recently, so I have to watch the film. And uh, actually I found that there's a lot of things I like about it, not much that I dislike about the film. Now, above this Incredible Hall, I would say number 15, that will be Thor. Now, it's another 7.5, so they share the same points, but I prefer Thor over the Incredible Hulk. I like the original Thor because it was, I would say, the right introduction of the character. Um, there's some problems with the story, uh, I would say, with the cinematography at the first two, uh, the, the color, the, the, the way it was introduced, some things that were missing in the story. But it was a great introduction, and it was actually my experience, the first time I really paying attention to Chris Hemsworth. And I think that it was handled properly. So the film was a great, it was a classic take on a classic tale. And I really love that part of that film. So it's another 7.5. Now, above this film, number 14, I would say Iron Man, the original Iron Man. I love that film. I know it's the fan favorite for a lot of people. It was the kickoff, you know, the the starter of this franchise. But I don't think it's better than some of the more newer films. I think it was a great introduction to Tony Stark. And of course, it was a great introduction to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It was the right, it had the right tone, the right energy. But of course, over time, it feels, uh, you know, not as mature in content as it is uh, movies that we get now for superhero stories. We have seen, we see more mature content now, more mature movies, uh, you know, the way that develop. So it was, but it was a great start. Definitely it was a great start. And definitely Tony Stark represents, you know, in this case, the franchise. And uh, in this case, um, 
Robert Downey Jr. Definitely, he is the face of, um, you know, I always love Chris Evans, Captain America, but I think Robert Downey Jr. is the face of the MCU for sure. Now, above this film, I would say Captain America Civil War. I actually like Captain America Civil War more now than I ever did. I used to not like it as much, but the more I get into it, the more the story and how mature it is handled, uh, you see the, you know, the, the, the battles between Captain America and, uh, in this case, Iron Man uh, and principles, ideas. There's a lot of principles that define who Captain America is are presented here. Um, I love it. I, I, it's a, I think it's a well-paced film. There is pretty much uh, the division vision from within the rupture of friendships and all of that so it really gets into deeper ground in this film so to me it's a 7.5 uh, definitely it's a number 13 now about this film i would say is spider-man homecoming i like homecoming i like the light hardness of the film uh i like um the color of the film i like the simplicity of the story it feels like a spider-man story for sure uh it's hopeful it's youthful it has a lot of energy uh, I like it. And, of course, Iron Man is part of the film, so I like it. Uh, so, to me, Spider-Man Homecoming, that's actually an 8. So, that's the we started the 8s, and that's the number 12. Now, above that, number 11, I, another 8, which is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I was not such a fan of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 for a little for, for some time. But the more I watch it, the more I realize it, that the central messages of this film are very mature. It talks about family. It talks about, you know, father figures. And, um, and there's a lot in it that is not that bad. You see the Guardians of the Galaxy more cohesive as a team, as a family. They're coming together. Of course, the relationship between Gamora and Nebula, another great aspect of that film, which I love. So definitely, I like it more. And of course, the, the, the CGI, the special effects are great. Uh, James Gunn knows how to really give the fan service and he, he respects the characters well. And I definitely love the way he has done it. Now, about this, number 10, I would say is Avengers Infinity War. Now, a lot of people love this film. And I can say I love this film. Now that I've seen Endgame, I can understand this film a lot more. And I can appreciate Infinity War a lot more. And I love the, the sheer value of the content in this film. The battles are amazing. It's such an amazing battles there. Uh, it's such an amazing cinematography. Uh, Thanos is, uh, you know, a great character. You know, Josh Brolin did a fan fantastic job. But the problem with that film film is always of course it's a villain story and i've never been for a villain story it's above some other movies because it has all these characters that we love uh it bring them together um but at the end of the at the end of the day it's not as a hopeful story because in the end uh, in this movie the heroes don't win they lose and uh of course that's something that you know all we, we well, superhero stories we want to the heroes to win we want the movies to work as standalones and this one is not a standalone film it doesn't work that way even people i hear people saying well they should end it like that and that's perfect to me that's just a really uh, a scary way to see the world uh, because i don't go and watch superhero stories just to see superheroes to be defeated if i want to see superheroes be defeated all i have to do is turn on the tv and see people suffering all over the world uh, good people suffering the consequences of the world of the of the sins of others uh the you know bad decisions of others and choices so, you know, I go to superhero movies. I watch superhero movies because I want to see the hopeful side of it. And I want people winning in the end. It, it's simple, you know, it's a simple theme. It's something that we all care about. So, yeah, I, I love Infinity War for a lot of things. But for other things, I don't think it's the best in the Marvel Universe. Now, above that, I actually like Doctor Strange. Um, uh, it's an, Also, it's a number eight. Uh, eight, Infinity War and uh, Doctor Strange, they are the same. They are number eight. But I prefer Doctor Strange because it's a more co it's a smaller story, more cohesive story from beginning to end. 
I really like it. Uh, Cumberbatch is a great. Um, he portrays the character so well, and I love him in the character. I really enjoy that film. Uh, I never knew, I never thought that I would love it as much because I've never been a fan of Doctor Strange and his, you know, mythos and his world and his comics. I don't really care much about him, uh, but definitely he made me a fan. Um, I like him more now that I ever did, and I, I read the comics before, but I never was a big fan of you know collecting the comics. I like him as when he was part of the Avengers uh, and other teams like the Defenders, but that's about it. Uh, but yeah, above the Doctor Strange, I will say I like Black Panther. Um, there's some slow moments in Black Panther. There's some things that are not as cohesive, not as perfect, but I love the thematics of it. I love the subject matter. I love Black Panther as a superhero, and uh, I definitely like it more in the, the Doctor Strange, and I even like it more in, in Infinity War, and he was part of Infinity War as well. But I like the story itself, because at the end of the day, is a process you see the process of uh, black panther from the beginning you know he's uh, afraid of himself and how he overcomes that fear uh, he stands his ground for his people and he realizes that he has an impact that he can make a change for the world and because he makes that decision of course the you know the decision wakanda changes his uh, its course to a different uh, worldview to a different uh, uh, appreciation of the what their their blessings and their their power and the capacity to help others and i really love those messages and the importance of good father figures uh, and for the well-being of society. I think those are the aspects I love about that movie. Now, above that movie, uh, and now number seven now, is Ant-Man. Uh, to me, it's an 8.5. I love Ant-Man. It's a very simple story. Very small, but self-contained. And I love that. It's a simple movie that I enjoy. has a lot of comedy. Uh, I prefer him over the Ant-Man and the Wasp. It definitely was a, a much better job as the same director. But the director did a phenomenal job putting the stuff together and making it work uh, with that. You know, with even the limitations of the story. Because it's not a big story, of course. It's a, a small superhero. But it's, it's taking, you know, well care of. You know, they really did a good job with that. Now, number six, and now we're going into the nines, uh, to me is Guardians of the Galaxy. I love Guardians of the Galaxy. It's just, there's not really much to complain about. It was something really refreshing and new and something that we had never seen before in superhero stories. And it was that, you know, and it really changed a lot of people. I know a lot of people don't like the comedy, but I love this comedy. I love the sarcastic comedy because I'm a bit sarcastic as well. If you follow me on Facebook and if you're a friend of me, you realize that sometimes I can be sarcastic, especially when I'm responding to haters and naysayers, uh, which I try not to. Sometimes I try to measure myself because I say, you know what, it's better not to you know, take the high road. But sometimes I'm not. I'm not doing it. <laughs> but definitely, I love The Guardians of the Galaxy. It's just, to me, it's a great movie. It's fun. It's near perfect, almost perfect, but it's not. You know, there's some limitations to it. Now, above that, another nine to me, number five, is Thor Ragnarok. I love Thor Ragnarok. I think Ragnarok is a phenomenal take. It's a different take, unexpected take on the story of Thor. Well, I'll... What I like about that film is that he takes the best from the first one and the second one, The Dark World, and combines them together, the mythology and the fun aspects of the character. And not only that, injects a lot of the sci-fi elements that have made the comic book story so great uh, and an infusion of color uh, from Jack Kirby because it does that. It does all, it creates a new story different. 
but it's definitely a great take on the character. And of course, you know, uh, also combines, uh, in this case, the, the Planet Hulk, which is a phenomenal the newer story. All of that combines a great story. To me, it's cohesive. It's great. The music, the soundtrack, the scenes, Hela, uh, of course, the, the, the throwbacks, and of course, the, the Easter eggs for uh, Simonson's work, uh, Jack Kirby's work. All of that really makes that, fu- uh, fu- that movie very fun, uh, very entertaining. I love it. I definitely love it. Now, we're going into the 9.5s, and these are, you know, we're already up there on the top tiers, the best movies of all. And to me, the number four is Captain America, the first Avenger, and that's a 9.5. I love that story. Uh, Captain America's story is one of the classiest, it's very classy, uh, is the classic story of the American dream, uh, to, in my opinion. It is about standing for what's right, even in the midst of adversity. When, think, when people tell you no, you can always make a stand. Uh, when everybody says, you know, you should go this way, it's something that I was actually in Captain American Civil War. Uh, it's a great line. Um, you plant yourself as a tree and you say no, you know, to injustice, to what other mindsets are there. And he does that, you know, and I love that. It's a classic story. Uh, a, a person that regardless of his, uh, you know, pretty much his impediments, you know, he couldn't do a lot of things. He wants to serve his country. He wants to do the right thing and stand against bullies. And it's a fantastic, well-designed story. It definitely, it's great. Even after all these years, I think I still love it and I enjoy it. Um, definitely, it's a great portrayal. And Chris Evans did a phenomenal job. He knocked it off, knocked it off the park. You know, he took us to a new level of superhero stories. You know, he really defined this character. And I don't think anyone can replace... Um, who he is as the original Captain America. There probably will have another other Captain Americans coming, uh, but definitely he's going to be uh, the one that is going to define the character for generations to come. Now, but above this one, the second one to me is Captain America, the Winter Soldier. I love that film. The Russo brothers, what can I say? They're just phenomenal directors. They know what they're doing. And when they put that movie together, um, they did a fantastic because it's not only superhero stories, a combination of so many, uh, some, you know, spy movies. Uh, you know, it has a lot of great elements of drama. It's a serious note. It has some right level of comedy, but not too much. There's a lot of action. The cinematography is phenomenal. All of that is a fantastic movie based on one of the most fantastic, but Ed Brubaker, um, uh, Captain America, which I love that story. Uh, it's one of the best Captain American stories of all time, in my opinion. Uh, but definitely it's phenomenal. I love that story, and they did a fantastic job. Now, the number two to me is The Avengers, 9.5. I love The Avengers. I love it even more than Captain America, uh, The Winter um, Soldier, because it was the first film that brought The Avengers, all the characters together. It's not a perfect film, but man, it's such a fun film just to watch, particularly in the when you watch it in the movie theater it was phenomenal watching the whole tearing everything apart the you know whole you know in this case thor battling of course in the Haley carrier but then in new york city uh, all together banding together it was just phenomenal it was just fan service at its finest and i never thought that nobody couldn't top that thing but believe me number one and this is the one which is to me the perfect 10 10 out of 10 the only one that i have in my list and is avengers and game what can i say about that movie that movie is just fan service at its finest it is a perfect film even with all the flaws and believe me it has flaws it's not a perfect film but how you know it how does anything the previous film have done if you thought avengers civil war when you saw this heroes colliding against each other was big 
this is just a time 1000 it's just much you know particularly in the last five scene oh my god it's just amazing and then of course when you see um, in, um the battle in infinity war this is even better in my opinion uh it tops everything it's just amazing and i can tell you one thing the movie has flaws it's not perfect um but you know what uh, it gets to the point that even on in its flaws it is charming uh, nothing is perfect not even art is perfect you know as you know I, i'm a statue collector i've been a statue collector for many years and uh, I, I have a relationship with a lot of people that are, you know, in this case, sculptors. And uh, they will tell you this. Um, no statue is perfect. No matter how much you put into it, it's always a representation of a person. A person at hand is put in his hands or her hands, and they're designing something that is never meant to be perfect because our bodies are not perfect. Nobody has the perfect body. We all have what we call imperfection or flaws. But those make us unique, and that's something that is, uh, adds to the, sh the charm that we have as human beings. The same happens with sculpture. The same happens with any piece of art, and movies are pieces of art. They are imperfections, and but those in this movie are so... You know, it gets to the point that we have seen sometimes it's the same things that Marvel does. Probably some people would say there's the overuse of CGI, that too, there's too much comedy, um, some things don't make sense in the timeline, you know, things like that. You know, but it is something that even when you see the flaw, you like you, you kind of forget because this movie concentrates primarily this film over all the other movies is to give you fan service. It's to bring, tighten all the loose ends you can tie and really give you the best finale you want really giving you this movie is so good and that it gives you all the different things and it, it gives you even more what you expect to do it is going to blow it you think that this is the standard believe me this blow the standard this actually adds the the bar really high and blows it pretty much completely off there's no more bar it's pretty much what it does is goes sky high and it goes really really high this becomes the gold rule the golden rule the golden example then Everyone will try to imitate, but I don't think anyone can copy because this is a unique experience. Kind of like Star Wars. We love all the Star Wars movies. Some are better than others. But you know what? The original Star Wars, which now is the last hope, uh, or the new hope, I'm sorry. I always forget that. The new hope. That is just a standard. It's the gold standard that everyone wants to, you know, imitate. Those three first movies, of course, the Empire Strikes Back and the Return of the Jedi. Those are films that are unique in their composition, and they, no matter even, you know, they're gonna be surpassing quality with the CGI, probably the acting. But they're so charming, even with their flaws, that you're gonna love them and you love them no matter what. I think the same happens here. You're gonna love these movies, and in this case, Infinity War combined with uh, um, the game they're going to be so charming and you're gonna love them so much that you're gonna forgive whatever you know they can throw at you definitely this was a phenomenal movie i i you haven't watched it i highly recommend it and again on my top five of course number five of course you got Thor ragnarok followed by uh, captain america the first avenger then captain america the winter soldier number two number three uh, number two i'm sorry is the avengers and of course the number one avengers endgame Everything else is good. But yeah, you, you're looking at points. I'm looking um, based on my preferences here. But uh, they all, from the worst movie, it's a 7, which means it's good. You know, if 7.5 is very good. And then, of course, go to 8, and then go to 8.5, 9, 9.5, and 10. They're all good. You know, one, some are better than the others. And, you know, some people might disagree with some of my picks and choices. But I, I tell, I'm telling you, these movies are phenomenal. Will we get to see more of these? I don't know. 
Time will tell, but I believe me, with Endgame, they definitely outdo uh, I did themselves. They did such a fantastic job, and it's a, a movie that I highly recommend. They're all great. Um, Endgame just ties everything together, all the entire universe. If it was split, it brings, them all, brings it all together into one single package, which is an amazing thing. So, But what is your opinion? I would like to hear what are your thoughts. If you're watching this in YouTube, uh, you can leave your comments below and share with, with me your list. What is your list? Which one you prefer the most? I would like to hear it and I would like to compare notes. Now, don't forget to share the podcast with your friends. You can do that through you know, iTunes, Teachers, Spreaker, all these different sites. All the links are down below. Uh, I want to say thank you if you're watching in YouTube. Don't forget to like comment and subscribe hit the notification button so you're reminded of the next video uh you know follow me on social media you can do that on my facebook uh, page you can do that on instagram also you can do that on twitter uh you know the links are down below and please consider supporting this uh you know my podcast and supporting this channel financially you can do that through patreon uh in a monthly basis uh, any amount dollar two dollars three dollars five dollars whatever amount you want to give in a monthly basis you will help this channel and the podcast out or you can do that as a one-time uh, deal you can do that through paypal the link is below or you can do that through gofundme so once again thanks for watching i wish you the best of week if you haven't watched endgame i highly recommend you don't wait for the last minute enjoy it now before everybody gives you all the spoilers and then you don't you miss a lot of great things you know it, you need to experience that on your own so god bless you i'll talk to you again bye bye